everyone. I turned fast when I heard it's live, it's live. And so if you caught me talking, that means you here, and that means God is glorified. For all of you in the sanctuary and for those online, however you've seen it, God knows you're here. And so we thank him. This is the day that the Lord has made. Glory to God. And we will rejoice. I don't care what you're going through today. We will rejoice and be glad in it on this Christmas Sunday. Oh, give the Lord a hand, praise. And now we welcome our minister of music and her whole family, the singing family called the Carbs. And so we invite them now to come and bless us. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. What a blessing it is to be in God's house on Jesus' birthday. What a wonderful thing. Happy birthday, Jesus. We came to celebrate him this morning. Come on and let's celebrate the joy that came to the world. We're going to go tell it on the mountain, on the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain. Jesus, who you gave 
to come and die for our sins, that we might have everlasting life with you, Father. And we just ask you to be in this service now. Bless our pastor. Bless everyone here. Bless every home watching, every home represented, Father. And we just ask you to protect them and keep them safe. Father, we just plead the blood of Jesus over this service. Thank you that your will will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. of our creator this morning. Come on and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, we praise you, Emmanuel. Hallelujah. Why you loved us so, a holy God, did not know sin, the creator of the universe. That's the one who loves us so. He loves us so. Thank you, Lord. Beloved, on this Christmas day, Christmas only falls on a Sunday every seven years. That number of perfection. Come with us now to Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7 in the New Gospel. Gospel of Luke, 
chapter 2, 1 through 7. And listen now for the word of the Lord. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration. It was taken while Quirinus was governor of Syria, and all went to their own town to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee. He went from Galilee to Judah to the city of David called Bethlehem. And because he was descended from the house and family of David, he went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated in the presence of God. And now I want you to pray with and for me. Oh Lord, what? What a privilege it is to be in your house today or to be watching virtually in any way. God, I stand asking that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength. And you, you are my redeemer. In the precious and holy name of Jesus the Christ, I pray this prayer. Be with me now, Lord, be with me. Let the church say amen. This is Christmas Day. And we want to look once again, again at his familiar text that tells us about the birth of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. May I mention here that Christ is not Jesus' last name. It's a title. Jesus Christ means the anointed one. Our lesson begins in those days, way back in the day. A decree, a decree was went out from Emperor Caesar Augustus that the world would be registered. You see, in those days, the emperor was equivalent to our president of the United States. And he was taking a census of the people in the country to found, find out how many people were there. Well, why did he want to do that? He wanted to find out who was eligible for military service and who needed to file their taxes. Can I get an amen? Not much difference between then and now, is it? Now, this order forced Mary and Joseph, the parents of Jesus, to make a long trip from Nazareth to a city called Bethlehem. When we look at a man called Joseph, we look at a stepfather taking his rightly place. Somebody say, amen, amen. He didn't have to do it, but he did. So now this order forced them to go to the city of Bethlehem. And to add to the inconvenience, the virgin mother of Jesus was nine months pregnant while making this trip. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Even if you're a man, can you imagine a pregnant woman riding 80 miles on a mule, on a donkey? Well, Mary, the mother of Jesus, found herself in a most uncomfortable position while filling the will of God. And to add to her misery, when they got to Bethlehem, there was 
no room. There were no hotels who had any empty rooms. No vacancy at any hotels in the city. Oh, my. Beloved, we need to understand something clearly today. When we do God's will, I said God's will, we are not guaranteed a comfortable life. Can I get an amen? Oh, Lord. But we are promised that everything, we are promised that everything will work out. We are guaranteed a promise. Even in our discomfort, it has meaning in God's plan. God has a perfect plan. Say it, say it. God has a perfect plan. Now say, God has a perfect plan for me. Look at your neighbor. And for you. Hallelujah. Now the emperor would think that, that he was the reason that Joseph and Mary went to Bethlehem. But God had already said hundreds of years before this trip that his son Jesus would be born in the city of Bethlehem. Oh, we tend to think that whatever happens in our lives that we are somebody else was responsible for making it happen. But it just could be that God is working his plan. Now listen, listen, listen. When Mary said in Luke chapter 1, verse 38, Mary said, be it unto me, ain't my business, be it unto me according to God's word, that meant that from then on, her life would be a part of the fulfillment of divine prophecy. Oh, Lord, God had, had promised that the Savior of the world would be a human, not an angel, and a Jew, not a Gentile. He would be from the tribe of Judah and the family of David, born of a virgin in Bethlehem, the city of David. And everything that God said was coming true. Can I get an amen? God has a perfect plan. Oh, now the emperor, he didn't know how to take it. We tend to think, you know, that if it wasn't us, or it wasn't our teacher, or it wasn't our mama, or it wasn't our daddy, then it couldn't be, period. Beloved child of God, did you know that God is involved in every aspect of our lives. Every aspect of our lives, our lives belong to God. Then, then everything that has happened to us has been used to make us more of who God wants us to become. Whatever we have gone through, God used it. Whatever we're going through now, God is using it. Whatever we go through uh, back then and today, God is you. God has already mapped out the end results. God is using everything we experience in this life to make us more better and to make us more like him. But then it happened because he promised. He promised to us this day and he promised to Back in the day, he said, all, we forget about that. When you're in trouble, think all things. Big things, little things, it, it, all things are working together for my good. Because God said all things are working together for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. If we have given our lives to God then God has a plan for our lives. You better be careful what you say to God. Because he's working today. You can't, I mean, he's showing us in every way the weather. Who's in control of the weather? 
the weather, the diseases, the tridemics now, they say it's a tridemic, the things that close down all the world. God is speaking. He's talking. So you better mean what that, you better, you better think about what that means when you say, Lord, I'm available to you. Mark my will. I give to you. I'll do what you say. So use me, Lord. Hey, you better be careful. You better be careful when you make promises like that. Hey, you better learn to live the life you sing about in your songs. And not only on a Sunday morning in the choir. Some folks stop coming to church because God shut down the choirs. Oh, God, help me up in here. Oh, he's watching. He's watching. Some people didn't go to church because they don't have a whole lot of people to usher in. Oh, he, oh I'm telling you what God is doing. God closed down the church and then opened the doors again just to see who would get up out of their living rooms and come back into the sanctuary. I'm telling you, he's working. Oh, you better be careful. You see, beloved, everything was happening to Mary and Joseph was happening just as the Bible and the scriptures say it. If God's word controls our lives, then the events of history only help us fulfill the will of God because God says, I'm watching over my word to perform it. If I said it, you better believe it. If I said it, it's going to come to pass. Oh, then, 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 then God has a plan for our lives. God also said, for I know. What did God say? For I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope. Get excited about what's going to happen. Ah, for all those who love me and are called according to my purpose. God has plans for our lives. Isn't that good to hear? We don't have to worry so much if we believe and love God. God got his own plans for our lives, and they're going to be good. Oh, yes. God has plans for our lives. His plans are far better than any plans we can make of our own selves. Although it's hard for us to believe that because we make all kind of plans for ourselves and we never even consult God. You better stop talking to all the people. You better stop calling up Tyrone and Johnny Boo and all of them. <laughs> Little Hickory, buddy, buddy. I said consult God because, but the best cannot, because you have to know this now, the best cannot be bought. The best, I'm talking about the best, the best cannot be controlled. I'm talking about the best cannot be put on layaway. Look at here, having a relationship with God is the best Thing that could ever happen to us. Oh, glory to God. Oh, that's what we need to plan. We need to plan to seek God first in our lives. First in our lives. We need to watch everything else that we need or want just fall into place. See, first the kingdom of God and everything else will fall into place. And let me tell you what I know about God. When we, when we give our lives to God, don't you know by now that God will erase your best laid plans? Somebody say, we plan God what? God laughs. If they don't fit into what God has planned for you, ain't going to happen. And if it does happen, it ain't going to be good. Mary could 
not have ever predicted the exact circumstances of her life. But she was a child of God, even in her reluctance. She was willing to let God have his, her life and, and do as he wished with it. Mary said, Lord, she said it. I'm available to you. I'll do what you say do. Use me, Lord. Show someone the way. You better watch what you say. Beloved, well, let's, let's keep following this journey with Joseph and Mary. The word of God tells us that while they were there, while they were there, the time came for Mary to deliver her child. Listen carefully now. Not only did she have to go out of the way, but where she was going was the dead end. Oh, my goodness. The word of God says, while they were there. This is deep right here. Uh, not while they were there in Bethlehem, but while they were there. Have you ever been to there? H have you ever been to there? There. Listen, beloved. There. There can be a lonely, lost, cold, rugged, uncomfortable, wet, dirty, dark, nasty, stinky, low-down place. I'm talking about there. There can be a distant, unfamiliar, noisy, nosy, little, crowded, loud, hazy, dry, desert place. I'm talking about there, there. There can be a hellhole, a ghetto. There can be where everybody's mean and violent and ignorant and destitute, far away, clammy, ugly place. I'm talking about those there places. Have you ever been to there? So I don't know what this is. Don't know how I got here, but it's my there place. Look at this. The word tells us that while they were there, the time came for Mary to deliver her child. Oh, you need to sit up straight and listen to this word today. You need to be listening. Listen, listen. Mary was uncomfortable all the way there. Mary was tired most of the way there. Mary was ready for the journey to end when she got there. It was all that she could do to sit on that donkey one more minute, but she had to get to there. Before her miracle could happen, you see, there, there, there looked bad to Mary. There felt bad to Mary. There was crazy, but there was in God's plan all the time. Oh, good God Almighty, it was in that there place. The God had prearranged for the birth of his son. It was in their place that God had planned for the Savior of the world to be born. We must stop being intimidated and frustrated and angry and depressed and upset by our their places. It's all in God's perfect plan. So Mary and Joseph found themselves in a dirty, stinky stable with animals because God had fixed it so there was no room in the comfortable inn. Now what we, we have to remember when we're in our bare place is that God will never give us more than we can bear. So it's you must, you must know I'm stronger than I think I am. Oh, glory to God Almighty. God said, yeah, I picked you because I wanted to find somebody who could know they were creating a testimony in their test. I had to find somebody who would praise me anyhow. I had to find somebody who would never lose their faith in me just because they were there. Mary and Joseph, oh, I can't imagine. I can't, I can't imagine. I 
I'd imagine that they would have loved to stay in a Hilton or a Wynn. Oh, they would have loved to have planned something really special in a good hotel. You know, people used to call me to preach all the time. I've preached all over, and they have a habit in United Methodist Church of wanting you to go to the woods. They like, they like to do workshops, you know, in the campground and in the woods. I've been to all the woods. I've been to all the campgrounds. And I said, listen in, I'm going to tell you something. The Holy Ghost will come in a five-star hotel. Do you hear what I'm saying? God had planned a miracle in a stanky stable in a cave in the mountains. You can't tell me that God can't be anywhere and everywhere. Oh, some of us would love to live in Beverly Hills, but God has planned the supernatural to happen for us right here in Pacoma. <laughs> While we living in an old house and in an apartment or even in a shelter, some of us would love to be chauffeur driven in a Rolls Royce. I ain't mad at you. But God is doing his wonder-working miracle for us in a used Ford Taurus. Do you hear what I'm saying? He's working a miracle while we're standing at the bus stop. He's working a miracle when we're walking down the street because we ain't got no money to call an Uber. Oh, I'm telling you, God is working. His miracles. Oh, yeah, we all would like to have enough money to pay all our bills and then some left over for fun and shopping. But God, but God is going to perform some phenomenal blessings while we are wrapping our pennies in the penny wrapper and searching for change in the car ashtray. How do I know? Because I've been there. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've been there. You see, God must do it his way. His way in our lives, you know, beloved, just know that God has a perfect plan for each and every one of his children. Hallelujah. Perfect plan. Ah, just say, say, God has a perfect plan for me. And no matter what's going on, I'm going to trust him. And so now, now, now listen carefully, now listen. Today is about God's plan being fulfilled in the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Christmas comes no matter what's going on in the world. Today on this Christmas Sunday is about the rebirth of our faith. Today is about the renewal of our spirits. Today is about the greatest thing that ever happened to humankind, and it was all in God's plan. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, they still might be stuck up in freezing weather on the East Coast. They may be stuck up in tornadoes. They may be stuck up in earthquakes, but today is still... Christmas. Hallelujah. Uh, and it was all in God's plan. The word says, do not be afraid. I'm hearing so much about people today, especially my beloved young people. Oh, you know I love young people. Now, with the, with the anxiety and the depression and the giving up, fearfulness, the word says, do not be afraid. It says it over and over and over again throughout the Bible. Don't be scared. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people at all times. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's Jesus Christ, the Lord. Thank you, God, for Jesus. Child of God, Jesus is the reason 
in life that makes sense. Nothing else makes sense unless you read the word of God and then whatever you're going through in your there place, oh my God, it makes sense. Jesus is the reason. Jesus is the reason we live and breathe and have our being. Jesus is the reason we have hope for tomorrow. Jesus is the reason we just keep on keeping on. Ain't got nothing to do with no batteries. It's got to do with Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus is the reason for all the seasons of life. This is Christmas Day. It is a selected time to give God glory. Selected time to give God thanks for loving us so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes on him shall have everlasting life. And so today, what do we come here today to do? The songwriter says, oh, come, all ye faithful, oh, come, let us have you ever been window shopping and just find something that you adored, that made you stop and say, I wish I had the money to buy that. Have you ever been watching someone who is doing great things and you just adored them? We do it all the time. But today, oh, praise God's holy name. Today, God is saying, stop ignoring me today. God is saying, hey, stop obsessing over the world and yourself and adore me. Give me some attention. And so today, today, today we say, oh, Lord, I come to adore you. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us
so good. Honor and power unto the Lord. There may be a there place, but there's a this place too. For the Lord our God is God, mighty. God, I didn't ever think I'd be in this place. The Lord our God is omnipotent. Oh, I've been in so many there places, but let me tell you what God is doing. He's fixing up this place. Oh, the longer we live, the more we adore him. and ground so God can see where it is we want to go for eternity because we have free will to make that decision if you love him if you give your life to him then the guarantee is that you go to heaven if you don't that's a real risk you got to live this life like you know where you're going. Nobody can take you there but Jesus. Find a way to unite with the church of Jesus. 
take your mess make a miracle who will take your life turn it all around for good he'll give you the strength to make it through your damn place and he'll give you the strength to live this life in a joy So we invite you to join the church. We have on our screen how you can do that, or you can simply call us, or you can go to another church. We, we just want you to join a church because it's not my way. I didn't. It's God's way. And you love Jesus, you love whatever Jesus loves. You hate whatever Jesus hates. Jesus loves his church. He said, on this rock, I build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. These last three years, some of you who big time in the local churches, don't even check on the church or the pastor or the members anymore. God's watching. Pass your test. Because we're living in the end times when he's getting ready to come again. You may want to give an offering that's the Bible. Give your tithes and offerings to God through his church. Many ways to do that now. So look on the website and you will see. And for those of you who have been faithful these last three years of there, I thank you. So let us plan to go and have Christmas dinner and give thanks. Might think it's all good, but it's really all God. As the young people say, it's all good. We ought to say, it's all God. Thank him for the food. Thank him for family. Thank him for friends. But most of all, thank him for to give your offering here, the ushers will take it or you may pay online, but we want you to know this day that God, God has a perfect plan for your life if your life belongs to him. Let the church say amen. Thank you.